to Finn and Bruno first before we get to the beach, because I think it would take a little longer for them to get to the beach. So, Bruno and Finn, you are at a business establishment near the fish packing plant. What's it look like outside? Does it look like it still serves, or does this look like a this looks like a speakeasy? The establishment has the signs in the windows, we no longer serve alcohol, prohibition, blah, blah, blah. But as you see some of the people coming out, they seem a little inebriated. And as you see some people going in, you can see the unmistakable glint of flasks. So either people are bringing their own booze in and just drinking it here, or maybe they're getting their flasks filled up. But no matter what, booze is in there. Cool. I'll look down the fin. But yeah, this is the uh, the speed of place. And then walk on in. Maybe adjust my suit coat a little bit so that my flask is a little bit more visible. You know, I'm, I'm a cool guy. I'm hip. I'm with it. So what exactly are we looking for here? Word on the street. I see. And what kind of word? Whatever the word is. We'll go and sit down at a little table, look around at all the work and stiffs. These are the the salt of the earth. Common folks, you know, the workers. Yeah, it reminds me back of my job in uh, New York. And when you needed to know something that might not make the news, who knew it first? Not me. Just pinch the bridge of my nose real quick. All right. Just sit here. I'll go up to the bartender and start to get something to drink. And you go up to the bartender and he'll say, do you want coffee or water? Coffee. We've had a long drive. And he'll look over where you got up away from Finn and he'll pull out two mugs and fill them up. Cream or sugar? Turn back around the fin. Fin, you'll take a uh, cream of sugar. No, I take um a small mountain of sugar. Turn back to the bartender, be like, as he says. He'll pull out a tray, put the two cups on it, and then he'll put a sugar bowl and a little thing of cream there, and he'll go. There you go. Do they have like a food menu, or is it just like some kind of appetizer or something? No food menu. This is a man's bar. Do they have cigars? They have smokes. There's a vending machine towards the front at the door. Cigarettes. Not a cigar. No. So I'll bring the little tray back over to our table. Set it down. Get up for a moment. Go over. Buy a pack of cigarettes. Bring that back. I assume that half the people in here are smoking. Mm Mm-hmm. Offer one the fin. No, thanks. Shrug, light my own cigarette, take out my flask and dump a little bit into my coffee and just slowly stir it with, uh, I guess, some sugar or whatever in it. Make some listen checks if you guys are hearing word on the street. Bruno, as you are listening for the word on the street, being nonchalant in that, you do notice that some of the patrons... Kind of had the same look as the innkeeper, but a lot of them don't. Does the bartender? No, the bartender looks normal. 
You will hear a couple tables talking about work at the fish packing place, how bad conditions. Some are complaining about lack of fish and some are complaining about getting layoffs and whatnot. Take out a little book, write down that information about the fish packing place. Maybe get a, if I can get a quick just description of the people that were complaining. They're just, you know, average height, average build, Caucasian, dark hair, dark eyes. Yeah. Are they fishy? The ones that are complaining are not fishy. Okay. Am I hearing anything from the fishy people? The fishy people are pretty quiet. But you notice when they leave, they'll make mention of a place called the uh, Esoteric Order of Dagon. They mention it kind of reverently, so it could be a church in town. They talk about an event coming up, about seeing each other there, and and that kind of thing. A cult role. Look at Finn when it counts. I don't know what Dagon means, but... Mm-hmm. You don't. I don't. Can Finn read upside down as I'm like writing on these things? I'm just like, mm-hmm. sip my coffee. I mean, Finn's trying to listen and not, and probably not paying that much attention to you. So I'll finish my coffee because this will take us a couple of minutes. Does Finn drink his coffee or is he just kind of like. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's put in probably. Five spoons of sugar into his coffee. So sweet brown water. Pretty much, yeah. So I'll finish mine, take my pen, hit it on my book, look at Finn, go get another one. Leave my book there, go get another coffee. Kind of insinuating for Finn to give it a look. Yeah, yeah, he'll take a quick glance over it. Mm -hmm. Stumble on the word Dagon and, uh, make a couple notes on there. Ancient fishy deity? Mm-hmm. It is Father Dagon and Mother Hydra? Fish gods that many people believe have cities under the sea. Yep, so that's the notes. Just ancient fish god married to Hydra. Question mark, probably unmarried. And then cities under the water. I'll just come back down to the table and smash cut for me sitting down with the clink of the coffee cup to Cookie and Sam. So Cookie and Sam, as you guys have walked around the town, passing warehouses and getting to what seems to be more of the outer region, you'll hit a grassy bluff area. And when you look down, you'll see a beach. And when you look out in the water, you'll see a lot of uh, rock formations. And at the far end of the beach, you'll see what look to be also a number of cave formations in the bluff wall. If you wished to climb down, you absolutely could do that. Uh, Sure, I'm down to try to climb down. What about you, Cookie? As long as you help me, we can do it together. Of course. Sam, you're able to get down, but even though you're trying to assist Cookie, she is just losing her footing. And basically, she ends up spending a lot of time on her backside, more scooching down 
than really climbing down. But you make it down. She's not too scuffed up. Man, it's more slippery here than I thought it was. I'm sorry. That's okay. I always hoped that beaches were nicer. So rocky. Hey, so looking around, kind of over his shoulder, did did you notice did, did you notice the innkeeper's hands? Oh my gosh, yes. It was webbed. So it wasn't just me. No, and his legs are so long for his tiny little body. He looked like a frog. He just, he, uh, something doesn't sit right. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's in the diet or something. I don't know. He seemed pretty sweet to me. Maybe they just eat too much fish around here. That might be the case. Don't know. Um... We're going to take a look around at these uh, rocks that we got over here, these caves that we got going on. Does any of this look like anything like what I saw in the still? Or, uh, Cookie, did, did this, does this end ring any bells from the, the flick that you were watching? I'm not sure. Do I need to roll something? Let's do an int check. Both of us or just her? You looked at the uh, stills of the film, so I'll let you do an int. Cookie, your mind, probably when you're asked, does any of this make you think of that? You, your mind probably is shutting down. You don't want to really think about that because then you would possibly get overwhelmed again with the emotions. But, Sam, as you're looking at it with your photographer's eye, some of the rock formations, you might not be at this the right angle being so far north. But maybe if you were to move down the beach a bit, get a little bit more in line, yeah, maybe lined up it would be about right. I'll point out some of the outcroppings and some of the things that I saw that seemed similar. And then I want to start looking at some of these caves, see if there's like any trails or evidence of people going in or out type deal. So as you guys are walking down the beach, you're not seeing any people footprints or anything in the sand. You don't really even see anybody on the beach. It's really just the two of you right now. The sun is getting low in the west. So the water is starting to look a deeper gray. The sky also getting uh, darker. And as you are approaching the caves, you'll see that there's a couple small ones and they look very flooded with the water as it comes in with the tide but there is a larger one that you can probably walk further into i'm gonna look over well it's getting kind of dark do you want to head in there now or you want to just come back later do you happen to have any kind of torch on you yeah i just got the flash from the camera (laughs) I don't think that would work out too well. Yeah, I got nothing. And I wonder if it's getting close to time to eat. Do you see anything around here that looks familiar? It it all looks the same to me. Um, Right, like right here, right here? Not really. But, I mean, if we were maybe to go down the beach a little, it may be. Uh, it's yeah, it's all kind of skewed with where we were and what we're looking at. 
Well, I don't know about going in that dark cave without a torch, but if you want to walk down a few few hundred more feet or yards, I mean, I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd hate to have that lovely innkeeper's wife waiting for us for dinner. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, okay, so here's what we can do. It's, I'll go in just a little bit that I'm, I'm still in the light and not getting too dark, and I'll set my flash up, and I'll snap a picture of whatever's in, whatever my flash catches, my flash catches, and then, you know, maybe later we'll be able to develop it and get things figured out. I mean, I can't develop it here. I don't have the equipment, but, I mean, it might show up later for us, might be more important. If you need to, I think it's just a dusty old beach cave, but I'm fine with that. I'll stand here and smoke while you set up your camera. Okay, thanks. Sam walks in a little bit, five feet or so, starts setting up the camera, getting the flash ready. So Sam moves inward into the cave a little bit. Not too far, but just to where he's at the edge of the the light from outside and sets up his camera. And Cookie, you said you were going to just sit and have a cigarette. Yeah, I'm not too worried about him in his cave. I'm looking at the beach. Yeah, and I remember the little girl having a rock in her hand. So just kind of dwelling on that and looking for kind of different rocks that might stand out that would be worth maybe picking up. And Does Cookie kind of while she's doing that kind of start? You know, oh, there's a rock, and then kind of wander out a little bit away from that cave. Yeah, but not too, too far. I want to hear him if he yells for me. Not too far, but you're mindful, but... Yeah, absolutely. It's a cave. What could possibly happen? There's nothing in there. Just dark. So as you are kind of, you know, having the cigarette and walking around the cave entrance there and Looking at the sand and trying to find interesting rocks, you have a feeling come over you and you hear that familiar voice kind of whisper, danger. Can you make a listen check? After you hear that whisper of danger, you'll hear a loud splash. Not waves, a splash in the water. I'm just running back towards the cave yelling for Sam. Sam! Yeah, almost there. No, there's something something big out here. I don't know if it's a shark or a whale or what. Uh, Sam, roll um, natural world for me. Sam, it's it's probably just a seal or something. Oh, it's it it's just a seal. This is the harbor. They're probably looking for the free fish. I don't know. I heard they bark like dogs. I don't hear any barking. There's something bad going on out here. I just, I can tell it's not good. We got to go, man. Uh, okay. Um, I'll quickly snap the photo and then I'll hurry and pack everything up to get out the cave. Okay. And we'll go back to uh, Bruno and Finn. So having finished my second cup of coffee. Book the Finn, do you, you need anything else? You good? You want to get ready for dinner? Sure. Head back to the... To the end, I suppose. Uh, maybe a little bit more walking around, but yeah. Maybe there's something playing at the cinema tonight. We can take a peek. Should be on along the way. Maybe there is. And that's the direction we'll head. 
All right, so as you guys walk back towards the id, this time you make sure to take a route that will take you right through the town square. And as you get there on that main street, you'll see a little one theater, tiny little cinema with the box office outside. And sure, if you go inside, there'll be that one little popcorn machine. That's it. And you'll see a gentleman outside, and it looks like he's putting up a movie poster. There's a ladder out front. Looks like maybe he was up there doing the sign as well. And um, he is uh, busy at work. As you get closer to him, you'll see he is a tall, rather on the thin side, African-American man. Maybe late 50s, early 60s. But he seems very spry. He seems very with it. Moves almost with a joyfulness. Can we see what the name of whatever it is he's putting up there is? He's working and he unrolls the movie poster. It is of a very grotesque individual with the pointed nose and chin and the long fingers coming out at you and the eyes dramatically looking down at you. It reads Nosferatu. You know what, Bruno? Hmm. I think we should go see the show tonight. It's good research. Just smile. Yeah. I think you might be right. He also reminds me of Philip. Yeah, I see the resemblance. Yeah. Horribly ugly. I'll wait for the guy that's doing the thing with the posters to come down to intend to engage him in conversation. You'll see he gets to a point where he steps off his ladder and he grabs a a rag or something from his back pocket and he wipes his face down and and then he'll kind of uh, put his hands together, rub them and blow them in, uh, blow in them because it's getting a little cold as it's getting darker. And he'll kind of uh, look up at the sign and he'll look at his movie poster uh, window there and you'll see him kind of like nod and like he'll start to get ready to take the, the tall ladder and kind of break it down. Head on up to him. Is this, uh, is this one starting today? Yep. First show is 8.30 p.m. tonight. Got to get here early to get your ticket, though. Finn, that's, uh, that's after dinner. It gives us plenty of time. What's the, uh, and I'll point down at the poster he was taking down. What's the old one? What, what did we just miss? Some Civil War pick. One of those romance movies halfway through not many people watching the movie so this is a pretty happening spot then for the youngsters it is we don't have a lot of the older people come in but we do okay turn to finn what was the name of that uh that one charlie was telling us about the film charlie was talking us about um i can't remember the name uh, start. Had this beach. God, uh, real short. Had a dad and his daughter, and then. Right, that one. I uh, yeah, for the. I can't remember the name of it for for the life of me. Hmm. Blood and sand. I don't remember a dad in that one. Maybe it was that. I'm. A bit uncertain. Well, I mean, if you can tell me who starred in it, maybe that'll help. I'd start mostly trying to get Finn to describe it because Bruno gets a little like 
just quiet after talking about it for a couple of minutes. Finn hasn't watched it. You watched Bruno watching it, so yeah, he didn't see it. Doesn't mean I'm not still trying to get you to yeah. to carry the conversation about it. Yeah, there's um it ends with a scene at um a doctor's uh doctor's office or doc or hospital, that's the word. Um yeah, so there's a beach and a hospital and sadness. Sad. Real sad. Very sad film. Hmm. Which is quite strange. There's not many sad films. Who's the the director? Any of the stars in it? Can't remember a film like that. Was it a western? Well, you could say it was in the west. Granted, we're giving terrible descriptions of this, but it's psychology to see whether or not this guy's lying. Mm-hmm. He really does seem to be trying to help you figure out, but you're not giving him enough. You can't tell him any stars. can't tell him the director. You're not really even coming through with a plot. We can always just call up uh, Charlie. Maybe he can uh, give us... Maybe he'll know. Yeah? Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that after dinner and see if we can figure it out. Yeah, sounds sounds like a plan. Well, if you guys are going to come back and see this movie tonight, I'll keep thinking. If if I come up with something, I'll oh, I'll, I'll I'll try to spot you tonight. Well, thank you, sir. Okay. Anything else with him? No, I think we're going to come back and see a movie tonight, though. Back to the beach, Samuel. You have gathered up your equipment. Cookie is still a little agitated out there. She keeps claiming that they're barking uh, whales, sharks, or seals. Did you make a photography roll for me? I want to see what you ended up getting. Unluck, you have an extreme success. That'll help raise the picture, the quality. You're able to grab your stuff and get out, and it is much darker. You probably have maybe about 20 minutes to get back to the inn for dinner. And Cookie is just staring out at the water, and you can see her body is tense as she does so. Well, I'll walk up. Cookie? Cookie? I'll put my hand on her shoulder so she at least knows it's me and not something strange. And I'll take a look out there, and I'll see if I can see this whale shark thing splashing, barking stuff that's happening out in the water that I really don't believe is there. But I will sympathize with my friend here yeah there's there's something out there it's dangerous i don't i don't i don't know if you can see it or take a picture of it or something but there there's something out there well i could try to set up my camera again i don't it might take me a little bit to do it i don't know if i'd get whatever it is you're talking about do i see what she is talking about as you look out at the water and the the darkness is creeping in you aren't able to see anything with your eyes. If you would like to take time to set up your camera and take a picture, it will make you just a couple minutes late for uh, dinner. Yeah, I'll explain all that to her and ask her if she's okay with missing dinner. I'd hate to be rude, and but this, I don't. I just don't know, Sam. This is your call. It's whatever it is. It's dangerous. Okay, take a step back. I'll set my camera up, and we'll see what we can, what I can catch. 
you take the time to set that up, Cookie, you'll still feel that feeling that you get when you're being watched. Hair on the back of your neck. Just something's there. You can't see it, but it's there. And Sam, you're going to set that camera up and you're going to aim it in the direction. Cookie said there's something. There was a splash. You'll get that one camera shot done. Push her back towards the way we came down. Look to see if there's any easier way up. And uh, let her go up first. Try to help her up first. And having gone down once, you've got a little better idea of what you're facing. And going up is a little bit easier. It's trickier with that camera. But again, with the two of you, you'll make it back up. A little uh, sandy. A little sweaty back up on the street and you can make your way back to the inn. Philip, sitting in your room and, and writing in your journal, you'll suddenly realize that it, the room has just gotten a little darker as you've been writing away. Anything else that you've been writing about or anything else that you would have thought about or mused upon while you were in your room for the afternoon? Mm, I'm used upon the film and the hospital the oddities of some of the people around Innsmouth. However kind and nice they are, there's something off about them. He's not sure what. He will also pend a letter to Bertram describing what he's doing in in Innsmouth on a seaside holiday, so to speak. But when he realizes it gets dark, he'll uh, get up and start to light one of the oil lamps within the room, and then he will go down to dinner. So, Philip, as you are descending the stairs, ready to go in, freshly washed up and and dressed for dinner, through the front door, you'll see Bruno and Finn enter. Ah, I see you did not fall within the bay. Excellent. Did you have a fun outing? Yeah, it was it was something. I had a we had a coffee or two, um, and we found something interesting. I'm actually wondering, there's a, a thing I remember from uh, school about um, something. Do you happen to have a Bible I can look through? Uh, I believe I still have one in, in my uh, quarters, although it may have sustained some staining after that unfortunate business in Philadelphia. Right, right. But yes, I should have one that you can peruse. Oh, that'd be splendid. Um, do you mind if Oh, take a look now. Something just just bugging me. Uh, Philip will frown, and then he'll heave a heavy sigh, turn around, start trundling back up the stairs. Very well. Come with me. Now go back to the room. All right. So, when Finn gets the Bible, apparently there's a verse in there about Dagon, so he's going to uh, look for that. I would go library use. You're flipping through and, and you know you've heard that in the Bible before. You flip through and you get to First Chronicles 10.10. 10, and you see it, the, the word Dagon. The entire verse is, They put his armor in the house of their gods and fastened his head in the house of Dagon. See? This guy right here. Having Philip point to it. 
right here. Um, Bruno overheard people talking about a Dagon. Um, I just wanted to make sure it was the same. Uh, that's how he spelled it too, so I just wanted to double check. And some ancient god of some sort. Well, yes, I would assume so, if it's in the Bible, of course. Although I believe that Dagon was more of a, um, perhaps Egyptian, uh, early, early Cairo, perhaps. But it, it does seem strange they would be uh, worshipping a, uh, Philistine god this late in the, in the period, yes. It's, it's idolatry, it's, Right, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy, and because I remember this bit, and I remembered a little bit others that I was thinking of, uh, something about, uh, it's like a, a fish god from one of my other books that I remember going through. Yeah, well, it makes perfect sense that the people of the harbors and the, and the bays and the, and the mouths of rivers would worship fish. It is where they got the sustenance. That's true, yes. And, uh, but underwater cities, because, yeah, Dagon, yeah, that's right, underwater cities is another thing. I really want to go to a proper library and research this. Uh, yes, yes, of course. We'll go to a proper library and we will research underwater cities, the myths of Atlantis, Pliny the Elder. Yes, of course. Yes. Right. They should have a library in town. Might be able to head there tomorrow morning. You'll hear the dinner bell ring. Ah, capital. But first we feast. Yes, of course. If you don't mind, I'll be taking this back. Thank you. And he'll pluck the Bible out of Finn's hands and put it back into his valise. Usher the lad out of his quarters. And Finn heads down to eat. The three of you take your seats at the long dining table. You'll see it set for everyone. And there's a huge tureen, like a soup tureen, in the center of the table with a lid. And then there's, there's you know, rolls and butter and relish tray and, and whatnot. And Elijah is at the head of the table, and Sarah is fluttering around, making sure everything's lovely, lighting candles. The three of you turn and, and take your seat. She just beams at you, but then she kind of looks. She goes, oh, but where's the, the young woman and, and the other gentleman? I, are, are they, have they decided not to eat with us? Or did they decide to go somewhere else in town? I'm sure they just run a little late. And at that, the front door, the ting of the bell is heard. And uh, Cookie, Sam, you enter the reception area. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, man, it looks like we made it here just in time. Uh, let me go put my stuff away real fast. I'll be right back down. It smells lovely. Do I have time to wash my hands before I join you? Please, please do, dear. Just, Just hurry along. While you guys are doing that, she's going to put the finishing touches and um, is about to take her seat. She looks around at everyone and then she looks at Elijah and she gets a little uh, mischievous grin and she disappears into the kitchen. While she's gone, Sam and, and Cookie, 
will put their stuff away and wash up and they'll come down and, and take their seats. And at that, Sarah comes back with a nondescript bottle. She gives it to Elijah, who just kind of looks at it like, but he takes the corkscrew from her and pops open the bottle. Uh Oh, he'll pour some of the deep, dark red liquid out of it. And uh, he'll put a little bit in a glass for, for Sarah. And then he'll look to Bruno and go, I know we shouldn't, but sometimes she just likes to bring it out. Uh, does it smell like wine? doesn't smell like the best wine. It smells like somebody made it themselves wine. Well, if we're doing what we're not supposed to, and then I will pull out my flask and put it like halfway down the table so that he can pick some up. He'll give you the bottle and say, just pass it around. If anybody would like some, please feel free. It's not like we're going to call the government agents on us or anyone. Yes, of course. Of course. No, no government agents will be called this evening. Absolutely not. I wouldn't expect to see any government agents in a little town like this myself. Well, you know, it's just we're having communion or something, right? Just a wine and I'm sure you have some bread. That's all it is. And uh, she'll take her uh, seat at the other end of the table at the other opposite, way opposite of Elijah. She'll kind of look to Philip and say, would you like to do the honors? And she'll point to the giant soup terrain in the center of the table. Ah, capital, of course. And Philip will stand again and he'll position himself near the soup terrain. And then with a flourish, he will pick up the cover of the terrine so everybody at the table can see what it is. I believe the French say, bon appetit. And when the lid comes up, the aroma of fish just fills the room. And Philip, as you look down into the terrine, it is a fish stew, complete with fish heads. Ah. With little googly eyes staring back at you. There might be a little bead of sweat that appears on his forehead. That uh that smile he had just kind of thins out that forced smile. Like, oh this is this looks wonderful, yes. Sarah is just beaming and she goes, It's Elijah's favorite dish. Philip's gonna glance at Elijah. What's this what's this gentleman looking like right now? He's just smiling at his very considerate wife that she's made his favorite dish, but his mouth is definitely licking his lips. He just can't wait to dig in. Is she also fishy? No, she's not fishy. And he's not super fishy. He's just just on the edge of fishy. We saw people that were more fishy when we were You saw people who were way more fishy. Philip will be certain to serve a nice big helping of fish heads to his gracious host. And he will serve fish heads in a descending order of people that have rubbed him the wrong way until he gets to his own plate because he is going to serve himself last as is, as is proper. And there are, there are no fish heads in there. He was overly generous with the fish heads. Just broth for you. 
And bread. Free bread's always good. So, you guys went about and, and toured the, the town. That's great. What did you all see? How do you, how do you enjoy Innsmouth? Yes, do tell. Well, it's a lovely place. I mean, we went down to the to the beach, and you were right. It's a real nice view over there. And I think it might be looking a little bit better when we have more daylight. And Elijah will go, yep, 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 that's what I told you. And just keep eating fish head, just chewing away. We didn't see any um, any wildlife to to photograph, but I did hear something splashing around in the water. Uh, I, I think it could have been a whale. Oh, oh, my dear! No, it's it's not even time for the the whales to be migrating. Probably just a a seal or maybe a fish jumped out. It just uh, it could be any number of things, but no, I not a. Wouldn't be that close to shore for you to even hear it, dear. I was just excited to see, you know, the wildlife. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe. These fish heads I'm pushing around in my bowl. <laughs> Can I tell what kind of fish they are? Just like the the regular fish that you would catch off the uh, coast, a, a type of uh, carp. They don't look unusual in any way, do they? No. They look delicious. You should have one. Oh, I probably will. I imagine that growing up in Jersey with a dock worker father and a bunch of siblings that I didn't eat. No, you didn't eat like Philip, no. So I'm not exactly put off. I was more investigating the fish to see if they were looking people-y, considering the people are looking fishy. Well, she had asked you, how do you like Innsmouth? It's, it's all right. We went and had a little coffee down by the water, and then I'll point over towards the direction of the cinema was in. The uh, the cinema has got just changed the the film that they're playing, so we'll look towards Finn. Weez is going to head in that direction. And Elijah will kind of look uh, a little curious, like, oh, uh, what, uh, what did it change to? What is it now? Uh, Nosferatu. It's about vampires with fangs and... Oh, dear. Oh, I'm hoping it's going to be a straight thriller. Oh, my dear. The terrible things they put on the screen. This is why I prefer theater. You wouldn't see such things there, such grotesque monsters like that. Well, there's ghosts and Shakespeare. And witches... And witches, yes, that's true. I'm surprised you knew that, Bruno. Never taught you a Shakespearean man. No, I believe I told him that once over over oh, dinner I back see. in Boston. There's all kinds of performers down on the boardwalk. Some of them do a little bits from plays and all kinds of other things. Well, I'm... Uh, it is quite unfortunate that I did not uh, endeavor to go with you all. I seem to have missed out on Quite the adventures. I shall have to strike out upon my my own in the morning. Well, in the morning, yeah. So I still don't believe I've 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 heard yet. What brought you though to Innsmouth? It's such a tiny little sleepy coastal town. We don't get many visitors. 
It's lovely that you're here. I'm just curious. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, we were actually all directed here from an exhibit at Miskatonic University. It has just changed over, you see. And it happened to mention some local uh, legends, so to speak, of uh, the wonderful people of Innsmouth Bay. And we endeavored to come and investigate. As you can see, we have a photographer here. We have some gentlemen here who are excel at uh, picking things up and moving them around. Uh, our, our very lovely Miss Charlotte here is a most adroit interviewer. And of course, I'm the one who puts pen to paper. We are, in fact, writing a travelogue about the area, but we thought we would come and see it for ourselves first. Oh, my word. Are we going to be in your travelogue? <gasps> Elijah, our little inn is going to be in a travelogue. Uh, yes, it has been so charming. I could not possibly leave it out. Oh, that's wonderful. So you're going to want to see all the sites that make Innsmouth Innsmouth. Yes, precisely. Wonderful. I can't believe we directed you to the beach and the cinema. Oh, my word. You're going to want to see we have some beautiful churches that have been here for hundreds of years. Wonderful. Classic uh, styles. Uh, Catholic. She'll look at Finn and Protestant. She'll look at Philip. Or Philip will just smile. Not to mention just the beautiful uh, townspeople. It's just so ideal. And uh, it's what it's what every American town should be. I just think it's wonderful that you're going to to bring it to the forefront so people are more aware of it. Well, actually, I have a quick question for you. You have a, a library in town. Um, we could, you know, check old newspapers or whatever for stuff that's happened in the past. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, well, yes, of course we have a public library. Stuff that's happened in the past. Well, we've lived here our whole lives. What? Or do you mean, like, way past? I like to get part of the history and whatnot of, you know, when was it founded and all that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Definitely. We have a, a, a public library. You'll definitely found, find that in the town square area. Well, it's closed now, of course. You'll have to of course, wait yeah. in the morning. Okay. Oh, this is just so wonderful. Is that what you were writing up in your room all day about? Yes, this is so. I was putting thoughts to paper so I would know where to start. And, of course, I had to write about the wonderful inn at Innsmouth that we are staying at. It was first and foremost upon my mind. I have also seen uh, some few of the sites as we drove in, of course, the ocean side, the river that uh, separates the north part of Innsmouth from the south. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, just uh, I could not help but be struck by the hospitality of the people of Innsmouth. It has been very wonderful, of course. Mm. Hey, Philip, how about you... Um. Would you mind reading us a passage about this lovely inn? Finn has a shit-eating grin right now. Philip is going to flick his eyes over to Finn, and there's steel behind those glasses that you can't see. While he's distracted staring at Finn, I want to try and slip a fish head into his bowl. Okay, do sleight of hand. All right, so Philip, as you level your steely-eyed gaze to 
fin, you'll hear the distinct sound of a plop in the bowl below you. Well, he says tightly as he attempts to recover from being sabotaged by agents of derp. I couldn't possibly uh, say these over dinner, of course. This is, this is not a full column, of course. This is simply some notes that I took. And he'll look down. And, of course, I could not leave out the finest part of all, which is, of course, the uh, delectable local delicacies of the people of Innsmouth, such as this uh, wonderful stew. And he'll go on to use some of those Latin terms of fish that none of us know because we are not in New England in 1920. As he looks into his bowl and as he stares into the abyss, so does the abyss stare back at him, fishy eyes. Oh, I would love to hear it, but he's right. It just wouldn't be fitting to do it during the meal. I know when we're done and I'm serving dessert and coffee, perhaps you can just do a few lines then. My, mm, normally I would say no, because I do not like to, to say these before they're finished, but because you have been such wonderful hosts and you have uh, provided only the best of comforts, of course, I will be delighted to uh, regale you with some of my uh, thoughts about Innsmouth as we sit for dessert. That settles it. For dessert, he'll give us a few lines, and then perhaps we can hear more stories about his travels. He seems like a very well-traveled man. Philip, I'm sure, if, if I may call you Philip, I'm sure you have tales of many wondrous places that you've visited. Oh, yes, quite, quite. And, of course, he's going to start talking about Marrakesh, Baghdad, Egypt, Tunisia. And as he does this, he forgets that the fish head is in there and it's it's going to go. He's going to eat it and he's going to realize it about halfway through. And it'll get him to shut up for about 15 seconds as he chokes that down. Right. When that eyeball pops on that bite. Yeah. Right. And you get that texture. It reminds me of a meal I shared with a farmer in the Italian Alps. Although this wasn't carp, it was a goat. Wait, you ate a, you ate a goat's head? Is that what you're saying? Are the brains of a goat? I'd like to hear that story, too. I'm not going to regale you with tales about how I ate a goat's eyeball in the Italian Alps while we're having fish stew. It simply does not know. We, we simply don't have the wine for it. I'm sorry. This is, this is a fish wine, not a red meat wine. And after a time, she'll start clearing away dishes and that, and she'll bring out a pie. A good old-fashioned apple pie. Nothing weird about it. Just a pie. And some coffee. Capital. No coffee for me, please. I shall. Partake more of the wine? <laughs> Probably. She'll sit and, and have coffee and dessert with you, and she'll listen to you talk, and I'm sure you'll spit out a few lines about your first impressions of Innsmouth, and uh, that will delight her. Should he make a language own role or something for that to see how well he does? Or would it be more charm? I will leave it to Philip to see how his words uh, are are used. I think I will own myself with a language role, if you don't mind. Sarah is pleased. 
Excellent. Our cover is maintained, no thanks to the Irishman. From the other room, you'll hear the uh, clock strike, and Sarah will startle a bit, and she'll look at Bruno and Finn. Oh, you gentlemen wanted to go to the cinema. You might want to get ready and, and get down there. I don't know if the rest of you will be going, but you're more than welcome to sit with Elijah and I in the parlor and have more discussions. I would love to hear more tales. I am certain you would, madam. First, I think I shall confer with my compatriots here to ensure that we have the agenda for the rest of the evening and tomorrow well in hand before I can make any concrete promises, of course. Absolutely. We'll let you all have have the room. And she'll clear dishes away. Elijah, at this point, will actually assist her, and they'll go into the kitchen behind the swinging door, and you'll hear the the water start to run. They're going to uh, start cleaning up. So you guys have the dining room to yourselves. Before we move on to that, is there any, uh, just getting a read on them while we're talking about things like, oh, we're going to put make this town sort of famous. We're going to put them in this book. Psychology role? bomb this real quick. Thank you. You know when you're a guy and your wife or girlfriend is just droning on and on and you're just happy that she's not talking to you? Swinging for the fences with my 10% here. I know. That's what you picked up on. He's just... He's happy that she's happy. He's also happy that somebody else is here to talk to her. He interjects throughout dinner, but clearly... She's the social one amongst the couple. He's not gruff. He's not cross ever. But he's not super, like, not like her. He's not super happy or anything. He's just middle of the road. He works hard taking care of the inn, and he's a simple fishman. Just a everyday average fishman. Everyday average fishman. Maybe he wants to be more fishy like the other fishmen in town, and he has to be happy the way he is. I don't know. Well, I imagine sit there for a minute while they clear everything away and then give them a, a couple of minutes and then I'm going to get up and be, uh, be right back. Start pulling out a pack of cigarettes and head out from the room. Going to make a stop by my room before going outside to have a smoke. Half just kind of like seeing if they're listening at the door because I don't trust these people. They're weird fish people. You never trust anybody. These people are salt to the earth. You do hear movement in the kitchen. You may hear some. He has wonderful stories, all the places he's been. But then you'll also hear, need to go to the store tomorrow and get XYZ. I need you to fix the shutter on the back window. It's fallen again. Uh, so, And then you'll hear the movement of them moving dishes around and cleaning. Sure. I'll go out and smoke. So, Philip, you actually want to know what our plan was? Why, yes, yes, I do. So, I figured Bruno and I would go to the cinema uh, this evening, get a, a rough layout of what things were there, and then in the morning I was going to head over to the library, do a little flipping of books for that uh Dagon I mentioned earlier. 
Yes, I suppose that since we are in a town that is utterly devoted to the fishing trades, researching the gold of fishing would be a wise choice. However, you do have a knack for these kind of things, I have noticed, so I shall accompany you in the morning. If you are to see this cinema tonight, do be certain to take precautions, given the last time we have watched a film, yes? Keep my eyes closed the whole time. Saw what you're saying. Well, either you or Bruno can take a nap during the film. I don't really care. Just be certain that it is safe before you both watch it. Right. Well, I'll let him do it. He's gone crazy once. I'll let him go crazy again. Capital. Samuel, Charlotte, uh, what is your agenda for the rest of the evening? I think I've had enough films lately. I think I want to spend some time alone with my own company so I can get up early in the morning and maybe go back to the beach. What do you say, Sam? You want to go back to the beach with me tomorrow? Well, yeah, I'll go back to the beach with you, but I also want to go and check this movie out that Bruno was talking about going to go see. So I figure I can, I'll, I'll, I'll tie things up to do both. I'll make sure I'm not out too late and I'll be able to come back and, and grab you so that we can go. Maybe I'll be able to get a little better photo and we can talk a little further about what we saw. There was something weird down at the beach. There's definitely something bad in the water. Extra. Not not just normal bad fish, I think. I think it's something dangerous. So It's called a shark. I don't know. Or uh, I don't know. It seemed worse. But there's also a, a big cave that Sam wanted to check out. So maybe we take some torches and and look in there. I, I It just is unsettling, especially after my last movie. Yeah, it's quiet. So I get to look at books all day while you go spelunking. If you prefer to go spelunking, by all means, I will simply go to the library on my own. However, I do believe that Charlotte and Samuel should take Bruno with them in case something is in the water and wants to come out, yes? That's a a good idea, I say, yeah. Unless you prefer all of us to go, in which case I can be torn away from the library. No, now that you say there's something big and scary coming out of the water, I think I I much prefer the the library. And uh, do you guys notice something... The people around here, some of them just don't look all right. It's the unbreeding. It's a small town. They don't get out much. We should ask Miss Sarah if she's from here originally, or if she married in, because that's just strange. There's nothing strange about it. They are very hospitable and perfectly normal people you would find in any town in America, he says loudly. Oh, no, no, you misunderstand. I absolutely think that the Collins are wonderful, wonderful people. And I've seen nothing but lovely people in the streets. It's around this time Bruno walks in. They ain't listening. You don't have to. One never is too too careful. That's where I went. I went to make it look like I wasn't listening for listeners. Yes, of course, of course. Well, we have discarded your schedule for the morning, if you don't mind. 
I know you're going to go see a film in the cinema. I have directed Finn to ensure that at least one of you is not looking at the screen until you are certain it is safe. And then you will attend Charlotte and Samuel tomorrow as they go spelunking upon the beach. I'm going to get out my little book that I was taking notes in and put that down on the table and open it up to my page. Got a little bit of the word on the street. The uh, the fish factory up there, there's complaints of layoffs and not a lot of work. So if we go asking them questions, a little bit of cash, and he makes a little rubbing fingers motion, probably get us a, a lot farther. Capital, I'm pleased you volunteered your own billfold. Yes, capital. It's money. Hmm. I shall phone our benefactor and uh, see what kind of appetite he has for such matters. The movie theater guy didn't look fishy, right? Nope, he did not. The kids come up to the theater a lot. Not that they do a lot of film watching, but... uh... Then neither will you. See who is going to be at the theater, watch them, and see what you find, yes? Philip will lean over and glance at the book with Bruno's notes. And he'll make some mental notes of his own and stand up. If there is nothing else, I believe that should be it for the evening, yes? I think we better get moving if we're going to make that movie. Sounds like a plan. Splendid. Philip, you should uh, talk to Miss Collins and see what kind of information you can get out of her. She loves your stories. Everybody loves my stories, and yes, I plan on doing just that. Uh, do you mind if I keep your book? No. Capital. And he'll take the book. Yoink. I shall return it in the morning, or when you return, if you knock upon my door. All right. All right, so we're going to call it at this point where you guys are, those, some of you are going to see a movie, Nosferatu, and uh, Philip, you are staying in the inn, and you are going to continue to pump the Collinses for info. No, no, he's going to hear himself talk and enjoy it. If information happens, that is just a bonus. Let's go to Finn and Bruno first before we get to the beach, because I think it would take a little longer for them to get to the beach. So Bryn, uh, Bryn, the combo of Bruno and Finn. Bryn! What's it look like outside? Does it look like it still serves, or does this look like a a complete shuttle? This looks like a speakeasy. It doesn't look like a speakeasy. No. From outside? No, it doesn't look like a speakeasy. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, a <laughs> I'm a person who's still involved in that side of the business, sort of. Do so. you want to roll then to see if you can yeah. tell any earmarks? Well, then, yeah. Tell me you're gonna roll. I'm sorry. I like to describe my actions and have the the GM do work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I learned from a lazy GM. <laughs> uh, spot <laughs> hidden. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said you were going to use your criminal enterprising skills. Oh, man. Where's crime? Hmm. 
I don't think I have just a flat crime skill. I didn't realize that was one <laughs> in the book. Crime skill. Yeah, I'm going to write it in. I'm gonna start. You're going to write it in and start putting points in it? Yeah, here you go. Here's, here's crime. Um, crime empire. Crime. <laughs> How about... Here you, you go. Can do your crime roll. You can do your... You could do spot hidden. Oh, so it all comes back to the one I started. Slide of hand. It could be disguise, or it could be. It could be disguise, but disguise is sitting at five percent, mm. and so I wanted to give him a shot. Look there at you that. Go. A hard no, the the history question was prohibition not allowed to have. I thought they were just not allowed to sell. Not allowed to have. Not allowed okay. to have. I was. I thought. Maybe it was because, like, people around here, they're like, oh, we don't sell wine, but if you buy this $20 sandwich, it comes with a complimentary glass of wine. To no, 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 no. Okay. No. So they, was, there was, was bad. Uh, from my understanding, there was no punishment for well, – the punishment for possession was just having it taken away. There was no crime and, like, there it's just – like decriminalized you almost. couldn't have it yeah you couldn't yeah. have it yeah uh but the sale is what would get you in real mm-hmm. trouble cool can we see what the name of whatever it is he's putting up there is yeah what does it read Bruno? oh <laughs> google.com google.com that's a terrible movie for 19 <gasps> it was so prophetic though uh, it reads Nosferatu because that came out in 1922. It reads Nosferatu. Out of curiosity, in our spooky time as uh, agents of the weird and unusual, mm-hmm. have we ever run into like vampires? I don't believe you have. Okay, wasn't sure if we'd be like that's not what they actually look like or. I mean, maybe in some of your training videos, they, you know, they told you that's not at all what they look like. And sunlight isn't going to do anything, and neither is garlic. But that wood steak does wonders. You know what, Bruno? I think we should go see the show tonight. It's good research. Just smile. Yeah. I think you might be right. Okay. He also reminds me of Philip. Wow. Yeah, I see the resemblance. Yeah. Really? Horribly ugly. Wow. Got him. Pot shots at other cast members in character for no reason. This is what we've devolved into. Oh, he takes shots at me all the time. He does, I know. (laughs) It's how you have a good working relationship. (laughs) It's how we show our love. Something like that. <laughs> what's the, uh, and I'll point down at the poster he was taking down, what's the old one? What, what did we just miss? Oh, we missed, a, oh, some sci-fi movie. Oh. What's a sci-fi? That's right. There was probably no sci-fi in 1923, was it? Oh, some Civil War pick. Post. Fix it in post. These fish heads I'm pushing around in my bowl. <laughs> Can I tell what kind of fish they are? Just like the the regular fish that you would catch off the uh, coast, a, a type of uh, carp. 
You mean you're not up with your No, I'm not up with my New England fish stuff. Sorry, I didn't prep that much. Again, I learned from a very lazy GM. They are Uh, the prototypical species of insert Latin name here that are commonly found off the coast of Massachusetts. Oh, I probably will. I imagine that growing up in Jersey with a dock worker father and a bunch of siblings that I didn't eat. You didn't eat like Philip, no. So I'm not exactly put off. I was more investigating the fish to see if they were looking people-y, considering the people are looking oh, fishy. No, no. no, they were fished from the carp pool. That's how they got here, they carp pulled. That's right, they carp pulled. You're like just I'm- like us. I get it. <laughs> oh man, that took a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. You're lucky I didn't ask if the fishes were roly and poly. Poly fish heads eat them up. Yum. Yum. <laughs> um. Philip is going to flick his eyes over to Finn, and there's steel behind those glasses that you can't see. While he's distracted staring at Finn, I want to try and slip a fish head into his bowl. <laughs> okay, do sleight of hand. <laughs> Did she just roll an extreme on sleight of hand? Yes. <laughs> wow. All the rolls you need to do, that's the one you overly succeed on. Um, he can't leave a good review about the fish head stew if he doesn't eat a fish head. And as he does this, he forgets that the fish head is in there, and it's it's going to go. He's going to eat it, and he's going to realize it about halfway through. And it'll get him to shut up for about 15 seconds as he chokes that down. Right, when that eyeball pops on that bite. Yeah, right, and you get that texture. Mm. <laughs> Gross. Slimy, yet satisfying. It makes me glad I can't eat that shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> so after... Uh huh. He's a simple fishman. Just a everyday average fishman. Everyday average fishman. Maybe he wants to be more fishy like the other fishmen in town, and he has to be happy the way he is. I don't know. I mean, there are days I wish I was more fishy. <laughs> um. That's strange. <laughs> I also wish I had gills and smelled pretty funky. <laughs> like, come on, Bams. <laughs> if only I could live in a castle under the sea. <laughs> Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we'd love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. 
Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this and we will see you next week.